Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, we are watching a film that is turning 90 years old. Almost as old as my nana. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, well done, Nanazo. Uh, being, <laughs> being the only person I know who is older than today's film, which is King Kong. That's that's terrifying. That's the, the most terrifying non sequitur <laughs> you've thrown out of like. And You're welcome. Completely factual. Which yeah, is it's completely scary. factual it because is. Nana was born in 1930, and this came out in 1933. Well, for so, everyone, for everyone who hasn't met Zoe, um, she's an indomitable force of she nature, is. and she's great. Yeah, and she's she's 93, rocking around in the body of a 73 year old. Basically, she well, should have got her on the podcast. I uh, should have been what? there Let, for the launch. Let's pack up and, yep. and, and let's go get Nana. Goodbye. No, we, we are staying with uh, with our current guest list uh but yeah king kong it's turning 90 years old Jesus. and uh yeah we're very excited to be watching the 1933 version of king kong joining me as always we have someone who's seen the film before and someone who has not but has a grandparent who is older than the film <laughs> uh that guest is dr ellen sears hi steven how are you dr ellen I'm great how are you i'm good um king kong yeah what do you know about this film here's the problem every time you say king kong i just want to go he's, he's very very, very big, big and, and very very, very strong, strong which yeah. is from the musical which is dreadful so i apologize in advance that's probably a thing that's going to happen a lot yeah um i know it's in black and white i know it's got the cool um like plasticine stop motion animation stuff with mm. dinosaur suit. i've seen bits and pieces of it but i've never watched the whole thing okay all the way through and uh, uh, is the version that you're most familiar with the um broadway slash australian it was done in production? australia no no it's not a broadway show well it's famously a broadway show now what it started in Australia. Step. It started in Australia, and it was a terrible musical here. And then they took it to New York, and it was also a terrible musical there. Mm. Much like King Kong, who was terrible where he lived, and then terrible when he got to New York. Yeah, more yeah. or less. Except, yeah, well, the musical was like, mm. Mm. yeah. Uh, for context, our first date was to the King Kong it was. musical. We went and saw the King oh. Kong musical. We were yeah. in Melbourne for in 2013. And it was it was pants. genuinely one of the worst musicals I've ever seen. But it's a very impressive puppet show. The, I was about to say it had big arms and a big head the, on the yeah, the 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 best puppet show I've seen. The best mm-hmm. the, puppet. the Kong puppet. The whole of Kong was on stage. A puppet. I think it was operated by like sixteen operators. Yeah, they had like a team of ninjas like oh, jumping so around the, on stage with him. That's where the budget went. Yeah. 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 Puppeteers. And the, yeah. pup- the puppets are And the are giant LED screen at the back yeah. that wrapped around the entire back of the stage. Yes, now I'm remembering it. Yeah. And, and it when watching it was like punching you yeah. in the back of the retinas with lights yeah. and the whole thing. So, the whole so lighting design was like that. The design of the puppetry was amazing He's and worth incredible. seeing it. Yeah. And, and the way it was operated and the team, that was great. The, the, the music, entirely forgettable, with the exception of the immortal line. King Kong, King Kong. He's very, very big and very, very strong. Sung by girls in gorilla leotards. Good. Mm. Good. Uh, Highbrow too much, yeah. too much anachronistic technology yeah. for the time period. Very bad. I it, think probably the best thing they did when they took it to Broadway was they were like, oh, this is a bit, you know, okay, we're going to change some things, leave most of it. Mm. But at the very least, they were like, we're not going to cast Anne Darrow as a white person. We're going to actually, you know, mm. do something different. And they had a woman of colour playing it. And I was like, that's a good choice. Mm. Mm. Um, that's good. It is the closest a theatre has gotten to the experience of watching the Simpsons Planet of the Apes musical. It's near, it's, that's actually, that's actually, honestly, that is a better musical. Wow. That is a better musical. Including the breakdancing? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The dancing the in this The puppet never broke down. The dancing... Wow. There D, was D minus. The problem with the King Kong musical, and we'll get back to the movie in a minute, I'm sure. The problem with the King Kong musical this is, is that... This is non sequiturs <laughs> This is non sequiturs yeah. What did your grandmother think of the musical? She didn't see it. Um, 
But the, yeah, the problem was... Get her was, on the phone. Get her on it, the phone now. It was, it was too many Does calls. Does she know how to use the phone? Yeah. She's got a... Which she's, versions? She has a smartphone. Oh, she's got WhatsApp groups with all her friends. She would have started with no phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Existing. Yeah. yeah. Um, not as not as good as the World War One veteran that I met who started. Okay, with we like are getting way too far. Out now. And then this is additional non seconds. <laughs> I've talked about Peter on this podcast know, already. Know, if you want to I... talk about Peter, you can go back to the They Shall Not Grow Old podcast. Yeah. Anyway, I haven't seen the film. I'm interested <laughs> to see it. Yes, I know the thing. <laughs> Excellent. Done. Wonderful. Thank and they you. never got to the film. Yes. <laughs> well, luckily uh, for for you and and for me, we have someone who has seen the film before. Uh, it is uh, film historian oh. Brett Cullen. <laughs> no, don't say that. Can film I... historian in the fact that I have seen films in the past. Yes. Yeah. Well, y- but you <laughs> have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have taught film. Yeah. And part of that involves teaching the history of film. Yeah. You, yeah. You're a film I historian. mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wear that badge. Uh, Wear that badge. You'll enjoy it. You know it. things You've, about stuff. I know things about stuff. Mm. Just ask me. <laughs> uh, well, ahead. ask me about some stuff. I'm going to ask you in a vague, non spoilery sort of way. Right. What is King Kong 1933 about? Uh, it's about a king yep. named Kong. Okay. In 1933. Is it? Is it like King Richard III? Very close. Okay. It's or the same thing. King Lear? It's the same thing. Yeah. It's very, it is very Shakespearean in how it explores mm. values. Mm. Um, especially, you know, sort of royal bloodlines mm. and betrayal. Mm. Um, I'm joking, but I'm actually not. The 1933 <laughs> version is, is actually pretty good at, okay. at funnily enough, empathising the King Kong, okay. the, the gorilla. King Kong mm. himself is is actually done in a way that is it really gives a lot more perspective into how terrible it is to just kidnap a big old animal and Put, put him on show. Not, where mm. it's supposed, where it's surprise, not supposed surprise. And I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but mm. it doesn't go well. Oh, yeah. Dear. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you confirm? Yes. Is, is King Kong very, very big? He's very, very big. Is he very, um, very strong? Well, look, I don't want to spoil the film for <laughs> okay. you. Okay. 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 All right. Because look, it sounds like the musical has deviated somewhat from the core history, the mm. core story of it. Mm, yeah. And yeah. I don't want you to be upset when you see sort of the authentic first version. Okay. Mm. And I am curious, because uh, there's been a couple of adaptations of mm. King Kong in film. So there was the 76 and the 2005 mm-hmm. Peter Jackson film. Mm. Have you seen all three of them? I have, yeah. Which one would you say is the best of the three? It's hard because the criteria is... so So the one that you could watch today and be like, wow, what a spectacle, is the Peter Jackson one. Okay. The '76 one is, 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 it's more focused on the human leads, which is boring. Mm-hmm. So it's Jessica Lang and um, Jeff Bridges. Oh, okay. And it's of uh, the vast majority of the film mm. is set on with them. And there's a weird scene. We're not obviously we're not watching it, but mm. there's a weird scene at the very end where Kong is. Spoiler alert: Things are going wrong with Kong. Yeah, wrong with Kong. Yeah. Act three. Wrong, wrong with, with Kong. Kong. And it cuts to like a four minute scene of Jessica Lang and Bridges just having like a love fest. Okay. They found a, a bar and are like helping themselves to drink now that they've quote unquote escaped. Hmm. And Kong like pulls her top down at one point when he, yeah, it's very strange. Okay. And the most famously weird part of the 76 version is hmm. that she, you know, gets picked up by him and then he sees she's dirty, so holds her under a waterfall and then dip throws her in the water and then picks her up and then dries her by going. <gasps> and she is like leaning into it, closing her eyes and shaking her head back and forth like it's a shampoo commercial. With big monkey breath. How bad would that breath be? <laughs> 
Gorilla's a vegetarian, but even so, yeah, it is the strange. Even as a kid, because it was the first version I saw. Mm-hmm. Even as a kid, I'm like, you're like, does she want to that monkey? There's a lot of it. Does she want to? There is a lot of weird bestiality vibes in the 76 version (laughs) that are very much not present in the 33 version. Okay, so does the 33 version sit between the two for you then? Is it better than 76? For me, I think, for me personally, the Mm. 33 version version is better. Okay. Because it is groundbreaking in a lot of ways and Mm. it's set up. You couldn't have the 2005 version without Without the 33 33 version. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't have a lot of things without the 33 version. We'll talk about more about the special effects and stuff Mm. afterwards, but it's a seminal. The story's not great. Mm-hmm. No, and it's very monster sensational. Mm. But the way they create the character of Kong mm. is pretty incredible for the okay. time. So yeah. Mm. Well, with all that being said, shall we watch King Kong nineteen thirty three? How about we just watch seventy six instead? Uh look, I think we we'll, we will make a note <laughs> that we have to get to that. We'll do all three. Yeah, we'll 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 come back in. Do it as a trilogy. Yeah, we'll come back in twelve months. We'll do another Kong along or whatever we want to call this. Kong along. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely get to it. But for now, <gasps> uh, pop in your DVDs, load up your streaming services, and prepare to find out who is very very big and very very strong as we watch King Kong. Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching King Kong from 1933, and I'm joined once again by my special guests, uh, Brett Cullen. Hello. And Dr. Ellen Sears. Hello. Dr. Ellen, that was your first time watching King Kong. What did you think? Um, oh, you know, there were some good bits, there were some bad bits. It's pretty impressive considering, mm. like, the, 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 look, the practical effects are pretty cool. The misogyny's not great. Yeah. The blackface isn't great. No. Um... It's, it's an impressive film. It's important for, like, historical context and, mm. like, its time and whatever else. But, mm. like, yeah. Yeah. As a, as a piece of filmmaking in terms of the, the technical side of things. Yeah. Gosh, what a fun film. Mm. What, what a fun film to just look at and go, and go I, I don't know how go, they've done this. crap. And, like... and, and even someone like you, Brett, who, who knows how they've done it. Cause you, it's you, still you, incredible. Yeah. yeah. You, you were very kindly, like, talking through what was re-projected mm. and, and how they really mixed impressive. the stop motion with the live action. Mm. It's stunning. It's still really impressive. It's 90 years old. Even mm. the, even on a low-quality version. Mm. Yeah, like the technical part of it, they basically invented chroma key and green screen. Mm. So what they would do is have like blue and yellow tinted film, which would filter out certain light. And then yeah. they would gradually, dodging and burning like you would in photography now, mm. with overexposing. So they were overexposing... Mm certain parts yeah. and then putting that film in with black with like other film and shooting the actors so they were double exposing the output film yeah so not only was it time consuming but it was extremely technical and difficult to do and difficult but there's scenes in that that cut between uh rear projection with the actors in front and the screen behind them mm. with also a matte painting on the in front of the lens mm-hmm. at the very foreground then it cuts to like a giant puppet hand mm. with rear, rear projection playing behind it. Mm. Then it cuts back to stop motion where there is footage playing, but they had a rear projection just projecting onto a small panel of the film, mm. of the of the screen rather. Mm. Yeah. And they were while they were animating, they were progressing the film one frame at a time. Mm. So every part of the technical aspects of it was incredible. Phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, it was just... You know, mind blowing. The, yeah. the the fact that 
like I mentioned right near the end, it's what Disney is doing now with the volume. Mm. Yeah. They shoot the Mandalorian on these massive digital screens running Unreal Engine scenes. Mm. Yeah. And it's the same thing they were doing in 1933. It's just the tax different. It's, the just, tax it's, it's just computers instead of yeah. film yeah. projected yeah. onto the thing. I think the, I think the thing that kind of made me go, oh, yeah, damn, was towards the end as well. Steven said, man, this is only like a couple of years after The Jazz Singer. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. the comparison. Yeah. Like like the is fact is... unreal. Like cinema as as we understand it with, with sound, of, mm. yeah, with sound is, yeah. is six mm. years old. And I, I know that stop motion film exists from prior to the invention of sound yeah. but it, it, when you're looking at these like key beats in film history it's right up there jazz singer and metropolis both being 1927 mm. uh, like key beats metropolis for the visuals mm. the jazz singer for the achievement of having a full motion picture with sound i mean just super racist oh yeah look we'll, oh, we, yeah. we're gonna get to that with most of these films that oh we yeah yeah them. always a pro- like i was saying you always get me on for the problematic yeah. historical films where no. i have to go well it was a product of its time <laughs> no, but, but i think it's literally just for a long time all films were pretty problematic i don't i don't think it's I necessarily think a lot i think of that's films continuing are until still problematic. now yeah, yeah no absolutely well, they're not fine now someone asked <laughs> no. me oh i watched orange county the other day oh, yeah. with um tom hanks son in it and yeah. jack black mm. and he's like yeah i forgot there was some real like homophobic stuff just all the way through it mm. Mm. it really just put me off Mm. Yeah. yeah, that was only 2005. Yeah, uh, but when you're looking at... In a different world. Yeah, and when, when you're looking at the the context of, like, you've got the jazz singer in 27, mm. you've got Dracula and Frankenstein both in 31, which mm. I, I don't know are necessarily technically brilliant achievements, but mm. they are really well told, like, horror stories. Do you mean Nosferatu? Do you mean dr- the Dracula? The, 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 the yeah. Bela Lugosi. Nosferatu yeah. was obviously 1922. Yeah. Um, so, we did that on the podcast, Which too. was very was impressive. That was brilliant. Have you um, done the William Defoe? No. no. That's... Okay. Do both. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll get to that one. Yeah, we did the... We did, we did the tw- I was on that one, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, because it was yeah. for the 100th anniversary. Man. Yeah. That was, a, that was incredible. Mm. So you just go wait another 100 years. Yeah, we'll, you we'll can do we, that yeah. and the William Defoe one. Yeah. and um, But yeah, and then you get to something like King Kong, which... Is like without the context of those special effects, it's a terrible film. It, 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 it is it's a bad it is, story. It is like it's, it's like a bad story. It's badly written. B movie nonsense. Horrible colonizer themes. Yeah, let's kidnap ladies and apes. Yeah, what could go wrong? Oh, that, everything. Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. It's just a Jurassic Park film before Jurassic Park films were a thing. King Kong had to stop motion run, walk so Jurassic Park could CG run. Indeed. Yeah. Um, I mean, their big bloody animatronic dinosaurs probably also helped. Yeah, because yeah. that but, I mean, T-Rex it, it is. So it's a really similar process that they went yeah. through. They actually didn't have when they were making Jurassic Park. They didn't have the technology, yeah. so they built it, mm. which yeah. is why Jurassic Park still looks incredible. Because which is why they it were looks building so good. to spec. Yeah. They were building the systems exactly what they want. Yeah. Whereas now you have middleware, yeah. which isn't to spec. You can mm. make it do the things, mm. but it has a, a set you know, lighting render engine and it has mm-hmm. a set volume build it. Like mm. there's a lot of things that are generalized now to make it your, your site faster and easier sh- Sharknado in your, you know, mm. on your home computer. Yeah. But something that the artistry is what I love about it, that the intersection of so many disciplines Yeah. in 1933, where you mm. couldn't just post a job ad on the internet. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's, impr- it's very complex it, yeah. filmmaking technique. Yeah. Mm. And it, it, I'm watching it and I'm like, it's such a shame. They put it's, all it's the got budget. This terrible script. They put, yeah. all, the, they put all the budget yeah. on the special effects and then mm. went, 
Who's that? That's Joe from down the pub. Yeah, he can write a script. It was Off not a particularly expensive film. Like I think mm. it was six hundred thousand, um, and that's like that's today today's mm. films. Mm. You can't make a movie for less than a million dollars these days. And yeah. I've worked on like indie films where you are working for the budget, nothing, and yeah. it's two and a half million dollars. Yeah, the, the budget um, for King Kong, uh, as currently listed on Wikipedia, so yeah. this may change, was six hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. Yeah. And its box office was five point three million. Yeah, good so, return. Yeah. That's a very good return. An extremely good return. Good um, job. Yeah. yeah, and it's look because if you went yeah. and saw that, you would be telling everyone. Yeah. You would be you like, know. "This shit is bananas! Like, yeah. you have to go see this! Holy crap!" Yeah, yeah. and it's you know, I mean, I I wonder if if the script seems bad. Mm because it's a bad script in the context <laughs> of watching it in the year 2023 or is it a bad was it a bad script in 1933 it started out as a different thing it's mm. a um, it's a very different style as well yeah. though because the thing is is when we watched dracula a couple of years ago yeah. from 31 mm. it's not an outstanding script but i wasn't it's still there it's it's yeah. still you know there's, there's plenty there to, to enjoy and admire and certainly nowhere near as much problematic racism <laughs> and things like that yeah, yeah. um so unless unless you were yeah unless you're transylvanian yeah 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 but, but or an armadillo but, but even then like it, or yeah indeed an armadillo <laughs> it, it, it is interesting how that particular story just felt like a competent story i don't remember mm. it feeling weird and we've yeah. dracula's also yeah. well, i mean that's also based on a book, a book yeah. that's true is, what's what's king kong based off is uh, it, it was based giant, giant monkeys no it was more based on the idea of going somewhere to make a movie mm. to make a film like on location and, and encountering the natives and stuff yeah and the beast stuff came in so the mm. special effects i need to look this name up the, the screenplay by uh, james creelman and ruth rose is it it serves the purpose. It serves the purpose. It's it's racist. Get us from one and set it's problematic, piece to another. But it does serve that that function of uh, it's oh, a vehicle for the special effects. Yes, yeah. but like the opening kind of scene, like, you know what? Exactly like the musical. Yeah, and they <laughs> yes because yeah. the yeah, yeah, music yeah. is garbage. The book is garbage. The interesting thing though was that first scene was such a. If you were making a film about a 30s film now you would do an exposition scene at the dock where it's like what's this boat doing here oh you want to talk about the boat well this the big guy around town uh carl uh, the filmmaker carl denham he's uh he's a bit of a square but he's gonna make a picture you see and it's gonna be swell like it's all that kind of stuff yeah and then the film never really gets out of that mode of, nope. of language or speaking no and but it was it was yeah. a new language. Like film mm. was a new language by then. Yeah, and that's how theatre would still be very exactly. Expensive. You'd have exactly. you'd literally have the narrator stand up there telling you what's going on. Yeah. Nobody so the sophistication yeah. of storytelling mm. of show don't tell was mm. still kind of evolving. And I feel like yeah. the best written character in the entire film was King Kong. Yeah. Yeah. And that was largely to do with mm. the animators mm. and how how competently they imbued him with empathy and mm. realism and the innocence, yeah. you know? And I, that's what I think I love about it, that that some of the, like the 76 version doesn't really have it that mm. well. Peter Jackson won, yes, but it feels hollow because you're mm. like, that's just all on a computer. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. 30s, 30s is interesting to look at um, in terms of the way that like entertainment was doing things because obviously like this is a couple of years post- the Wall Street crash, thirties, mm. yeah, Great Depression. Yeah. It's really, yeah, really they're right really, in the middle of it. There's yeah. no, there's no way to get around it. The Great Depression was like really, really bad. 
really bad for a lot of people. Mm. I don't and know so why they called it the Great Depression. It a just lot seemed really of, awful. We just had the Great War, so, you know, yeah, we yeah. had a Great War, Things are going a great. great Depression. We've got a then... war and now a depression. Yeah, we're going so good. Chin up, everyone. Go mm. see this movie about a giant ape. But the whole the whole thing is, is that a lot of um, the films during this time are made as forms of escapist media. Yeah. Mm. And that's why, for instance, like... You, you, you musicals from this era are all like romances. It's people in fancy gowns it's doing pretty Fred Astaire things. And Ginger Rogers. It's Fred Astaire and Ginger yeah. Rogers flitting around in beautiful things, doing pretty stuff, <laughs> and making people feel better about their own shitty, shitty lives. Mm. So, I mean, like this, this, this fits in with that. Yeah, yeah. The only thing Very that was missing so. was a dance sequence between Faye Ray and the CGI ape. Yep. Which, yeah, we have in the musical. Well, mm. at least it's covered somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah. the real. Shame. Yeah. It's it wasn't just. More it's, song it's, and it's, dance. it's not like a. It's not like a putting on the Ritz from um, young bloody Frankenstein. young Frankenstein. Is what I just wanted so desperately. I just wanted that so Honestly, much in the reveal scene. I would love to see Mel Brooks take on King Kong. It would probably just be Young Frankenstein again. Yeah, you I was going to say. It's, it would I be. think it's the same thing. You know what? It would be. That's fine. It would be, and <laughs> it would be great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the story of King Kong, though, after the expo- exposition doc scene. Um, can, can you look it up for me? My phone has decided now is the time. You know how I talked about. Oh yeah, accessible sum total of human yeah. knowledge. Yeah, only if you're on the right SIM card with data. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the story is um, that there is uh, Carl Denham, the filmmaker, wants to go. And, He's a real square. A real square. A real square guy. Uh, really wants to go and uh, make this film in a foreign island that is never specified where it is. Willis O'Brien. Thank you, Willis O'Brien. Yeah. So, what was Willis O'Brien's contribution? He was his, a special effects guy. He, he was. A, he was the special effects designer. His mm. previous film was. Again, it was a dinosaur island stop motion thing. So a lot of what he learned on that, he brought into King Kong. Mm. Um, and a lot of those stop motion techniques, again, had been pioneered not too long ago. Right. Um, again, like the first <laughs> six years away from the first feature films. But um, yeah, like there was a French musician, uh, magician mm. who did the stop appear trick of like you cut the film and then you bring something in and it pops oh, yeah. back in. Um, and so that idea very quickly evolved into the special effects you see in King Kong, which ha- weren't touched on f- after that. Like there wasn't really a lot of like, there was a lot of like creature features where it was like rear projection, mm. like especially, you know, arachnophobia and ants and invaders and mm. all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the special effects to have the brain mm. of how to integrate that technology when that technology was so new. And they were like creating it as they went. Yeah. yeah. You know, the film that I was thinking about before when you said they didn't have the tech, so they just made it. So this film, Jurassic Park and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Same yep. thing. I they honestly yeah, creating the so massive and NPC system of like, yeah. how do we get 70,000 mm. Rukai at yeah. Helm's Deep? Yeah. I thought you were go the other way and say Jaws. Where they worked within I've the technical, working within the technical mm. limitation of the shark puppet not working. They built I mean, a the they d- built a shark puppet that didn't work very well underwater. If yeah, at all. no, I know, I know. It was mm. the same thing with the T Rex. They were like, they'd go inside to dry it out, and then yeah. it would start working again. And the and guy was like, "I'm going to get crushed to death." And yeah. I was like, oh "There's my behind the scenes footage of Bruce the shark shuddering." Yeah, and then you fast forward. And there is behind the scenes footage of the T Rex rig doing the same thing because so there's up. water in the hydraulics, so it's just going. That would be so terrifying. Terrifying. Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mark Rylance did the same thing in the BFG. He got too much water in him, and he just started going. It was very complicated. Do you want to know what the the King Kong armature was made out of? What? It was a metal frame 
wrapped with cotton mm. that was then tied off to make the muscles. Yeah. And then rabbit fur. Mm. And a and a like a, a movable plasticine kind of face. Mm. You know, like a rigged rubber face. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. was two of them and they don't look the same. Mm. One has a very long head, one has a very thick head. And you mm. if you know that while you're watching it, you, you can, can see, see the swap the between, between them. them yeah. yeah. And then the close ups of the face are uh, on the back of a truck, mm. full size, like to scale King Kong. Mm. And what was supposed to have like full eye control and lip control, none of it worked. Right. It was all on strings, right? So right, they would yeah. pull the like strings. A, like a puppet type yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 like a marionette puppet. Mm. And none of it really worked. So you'll notice that none of the close ups of the face are longer than like maybe five seconds. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same expression of this big, wild, wide eyed, like, yeah, it's, a, it's a weird face. Very strange yeah. face, yeah. Um, but yeah, Carl Denham, movie maker, uh, decides Piece to of shit, misogynist, buys a woman. Yes, uh, for a dollar. Yeah, he's for he's, a buck. He's going to shoot this film in this island. Ah, oh, but he can't get a lead because, for weirdly, the agents in this film are like good at their job and going. Mm. No, we're not sending you off on a boat full of sailors and this film director for so many months. But he's not just a film director; he's a wildlife director. Yeah, and he talks about getting charged by a rhino and the cameraman jumping out and running away, and he's like. But I had the gun right next to me. I was just going to shoot the rhino. It's not going to work. Yeah. Rob, Robert Armstrong plays Carl, Carl Denham. I just want to say, He's I don't know shit, I don't know if Robert Armstrong was a nice person or not, but I'm going to pres- I'm going to give him the presumption mm. that he was probably all right. Be- but the character of Carl Denham might be like just the worst character I've seen in just a film. An absolute He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Heard. Completely unredeemable and i want to know because from moment one yeah. until the very last word of the film yeah where he's like ah these women i don't want to work with them but we have to have them in the film because all the critics saying my film like romance so we'll stick a woman in to do it and he just that's and very that's meta about, and yeah. again, you know you know how i was saying before about like no no we want like escapist romantic shit yeah there it is yeah but it comes there out it of nowhere because yeah. we're not sure of the time frame yeah um mm. but yeah he goes we're leaving in the morning mm. yeah it's nighttime now. We're leaving in the morning, and I need a woman. I'm gonna go pick up a woman. So he Off just goes. Street. He just goes hunting, and he finds a woman who. Yeah, hunting's in, a very out. Yeah, is in a Princess Jasmine situation of being accused of stealing an apple. But where's his first stop? Uh, well, his first stop is the uh, the the women's uh, refuge, women's home mission. Yeah. yeah. So the women. So, so there's a lineup of desperate, destitute women lined up around the... Around but he doesn't take any of them because they're no. all middle-aged, old women. They're not good-looking enough. No, no. And then he happens to find, uh, to use the terminology of the time, an absolute bombshell mm. uh, trying to steal an apple, being accused of an apple. With being the... accused of it. She yeah. reached out and touched an apple. Yeah. And the store owner come out and grabbed her and was... Going, and he goes, ha-ha! You're a stealer! No, he says, ha-ha! I catch you, you stealer! Because I wrote it down because it was just the weirdest Such delivery. Dumb. Very strange and way then, of describing So dumb. Yeah. And then Carl manages to, like, buy off the fruit store man by going, here, take a buck. A buck? <laughs> and then, yeah, he's gone. He, yeah. just, he doesn't even go back behind the counter. He just goes, he's like, yeah. I got a buck, I'm off! Yeah, I made my stuff for the day. This isn't mm. even my fruit stand. I'm like, a millionaire now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because that was such a traumatic situation, she... Puff. Wilts, yeah. And, she, but Wilts she, under perfect lighting. Mm, she, Wilts back against the staircase yeah. only for for um, them to grab her. Like literally put his arms around her, oh, hail yeah. a taxi. Grab and, her and drag her while saying, taxi! Yeah, and they go to And then he takes her to cafe. get a cup of coffee. And, yeah. then she, and then she's like, you've been so kind to me. And he's like, oh no, but like, I want something from yeah, you. This yeah, this is transactional. This yeah. is transactional. I didn't do it for free. I give you a coffee. I buy you off this man. Mm. You come and you, you know, risk bodily harm in my film. Yeah, mm. you're very so pretty. That, yeah, so you come pretty. with me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Should I? Yes. Yeah. Off she goes. Look, he's open about what he's doing. 
True. I don't think at any point Carl claims to be a good person. No. And he's that very is, transparent about his... I'm not going to say it's a saving grace, but it is the thing that makes you go... <laughs> oh, okay. He Like, he's not being duplicitous openly no. by... by he is still promising things that he can't deliver on, mm. but he is not going, no, it's for the art. Like he's, yeah. Um, yeah. Basically he's not being a hypocrite, Other versions which is of the him worst I've thing. I've seen have done that. Yeah. Just like, no, it's about the Well, that's art. what I want to know. Cause no. that's the Jack Black character from the 2005 Very much one. so. Yeah. How, how was it? Cause I haven't seen the 2005 one. How Jack Black played? is a lot more personal. Okay. But that's he's still, he's still, an, he's very charismatic. He's still an asshole. But like I said, in the, in the, um, Peter Jackson one He's still focused On the filming right. Like he's taking The camera over He's trying to rescue The camera Like there's moments Where he's the camera Is the most precious thing So the threat of him Being this ambitious Filmmaker Trying to make this film mm. Is carried on a lot more right. Again in the 76 version He's a pompous dickhead mm. Who's not really Contributing anything Other than causing Lots of problems Yeah but in the 76 version, he is also still like, he's wearing a cravat and has like a beret on and mm. <laughs> it's real shit. And okay. he's on the beach, on the beach getting a massage from his assistant. Does he do the thing stuff? where Jesus. you put your thumb in your finger to create a frame to oh, frame God. the shot? He probably hand? does. Yeah. He probably does. Um, and yeah, it's interesting because I don't know how many films at that time would have been having you following the bad guys. Because there's no doubt. I don't think they're the written bad as guy. the bad guys though. I think he's the bad guy. Not not to a male audience in 1933. No, but... Th- he's like the Tyler Durden of <laughs> Yeah. The first rule of King Kong is we don't talk about King Kong. Because he's, he's the filmmaker. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, kind of like, yeah, he puts him in bad situations. But he's also the successful one, yeah. almost. Like, he's the one that makes a name for himself. But yeah. y- you have him compared with uh, Jack Driscoll, the, mm. the, the... I don't want a woman on this I boat. I don't like women. <laughs> I don't like women at all. I yeah. love you. And then, yeah, 10 minutes later, he's like, well, I We've think got- I love you. And she's like, but you hate women. And, he's, and then he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's so second. awkward. Which- You're professing your love. And then she goes, but don't you hate me? And, then he goes, yeah. Are they yeah. are they trying to, are they trying to do a Pride and Prejudice thing? It's weird because a that comes out of nowhere. We have a yeah. long mm. scene, which, like you said, was scraped because you can see straight through her shirt. Yeah, there was a couple of because this film was released in thirty three. The Hayes Code comes into effect in thirty four. A couple of the scenes with um, and Darrow and Darrow. Yeah, she's wearing quite a, a sheer shirt, mm. so you you can tell she's not wearing a bra. Is the <gasps> polite way of putting yep. it. And they were cut by the censors. They're like you... Princess layering that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's no bras on Skull Island. That's, no. and in fact, we saw one bra on Skull Island, and it was true. It, it was very bra. ineffective. It was a coconut yeah. that was very like. Why though? Yeah. Why would you bother? Because um, that's what the ethnics look like. Yeah. That's exactly what and, I think. Oh, it yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you have, um, but yeah, they, they, they have this. Uh, clearly they've had enough time on the boat to get to know each other enough for him to go I think I love you yeah the the, the narrative conceit of time passing hadn't really been well established no. there not, was no like cutaway to a wide shot we've been on the boat shot. for two months and we've, we've yeah. established a relationship it's just I think I love you what where did this come from and it's the for same with when that, Kong gets back to New York it's yeah. just bam we're on Broadway yeah. for a film that opens with just incredibly specific Exposition. explanation of everything that's going on in that mm-hmm. moment and it, that is about to happen. Them skipping over that was really strange. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if that, I wonder if the scene at the start saying I need romance in the film, so that's why I've got to get the woman. I wonder if that was shot after and there was a note from the studio or something saying, we need, need a dame in this. You need it more f- obvious. If that's the case. Make it more obvious. It's even more meta than we thought. 
But yeah, it, it was such a weird thing. It's like you what looks what felt like the first like courtship mm. thing mm. was I love you, and then we find out they're getting married. Yeah, like when they go back to but New York, had it's like, like they've had like two months to like get to the island, and then they have like another two months to get back. And then he braves the jungles of Skull Island to to rescue her. Although the only thing that really rescues her in all those situations, if you pay attention, is Kong. Yeah, Kong yeah. stops the T Rex. Kong stop, stops the snake. He Kong stops the pterodactyl. That T-Rex. Oh my God. And that T-Rex is still going. We, we'll, we'll get to that in just a sec. Holy but yeah. Crap. So like he's there trying to help out, you know, on your Driscoll, you just, you show up and you cower. And then in a moment when King Kong is mm, distracted, mm, mm, trying mm. to protect her, he he's gets just, him. He's just taking, he's just taking credit for somebody else's work. Pretty much. Really? Yeah. He's mm. just. Hashtag justice for Kong. Hashtag justice for Kong. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's a Harambe situation. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is the Harambe of the twentieth century. Mm. Um, they, they, yeah, uh, they, they get to the island. Uh, they start shooting the picture. They meet, they meet the locals. Mm. Sort um, of. Yeah. So the locals. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Chapter two. The locals. Chapter two. Racism. Uh, beca- More. So Chapter two. Colonialism. We, we forgot about the uh, the Asian crew member as well. Was oh, introduced my, to us. Yeah. So he. Uh, who looks... He's not as bad as Mr. Yunioshi, but I tell you what, oh boy. Yeah. yeah at least he... I mean, I don't know. He looked... Yeah, Victor Wong played him. Okay. Uh, Victor so... Wong was a Chinese-American actor who appeared in numerous films in the 30s and 40s, although this was largely in small, uncredited parts. Um, yeah. And his his profile picture in Wikipedia is of him in King Kong. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was like you so are a token person. Yeah, so, right. they, you're a token person, but we're going to cast you as that same race. Yeah, he's he's. That's better than a lot of films yeah. at this time. Well, period. it's it's be, but it's well, it's yeah. better than this film. What yeah. the film but, does very shortly. But, so, but but the character yeah. is just a, a, a caricature. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and uh, so the, particularly, uh, they get to the island, and it is pretty clear that some some of the actors are uh, African American mm-hmm. or, or black mm-hmm. uh, presenting, and some of them are in blackface. Yeah. And the lead native chief is played by <laughs> Noble Johnson, whose ethnicity is a bit up in the air in terms of research. So, yeah. so he is claimed as part of the African American community uh, in terms of filmmaking. But the people that claim him, basically saying he was an important figure, acknowledge that quote he chose to think of himself and live in terms of other equally raced categories during different portions of his long life, end quote. So he had a very, in- he had a very mm. interesting perspective on, on his own ethnicity. Mm. But in this film, he is playing a vaguely like Polynesian, East Asian, but yeah. Polynesian enthused. And African. Yeah. And there's Aztec. A, there's a bit of Aztec. Yeah. It's almost as though styling. they just went all the non-white cultures. Yeah. We're just going to throw just, a bit of them in there. Let's just throw all the ethnicities into a yeah. blender and see yeah. what now, we get. Now, now, Noble Johnson himself is fine in the role as this chief um and well i mean yeah. he's, he's he's saying a lot of you know that we, we it's a mixture of like nonsense words mm. and a little bit of malay as, as we understand it yeah, yeah, um yeah. but he but just phonetically yeah but he, yeah, with, there's with no, with no accent yeah. yeah 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 because it does not sound like malay yeah and <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's interesting because <laughs> on the one hand it's like well they, they didn't cast some white guy and put him in blackface. Mm. But on the other hand, <laughs> oh, the way it's written is just so awful. Like, like in it terms is. of like it, yeah. it, it being a mishmash of these different cultures and they just don't care. No. They don't and... care about what culture they've pulled no, from. No, because it, the, 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 the point is not, we want this to be authentic. The point is, the audience isn't going to know. It doesn't yeah. matter. Let's just take whatever is, we want yeah. that looks good and put it in there. As long as it's 
again, the other with a capital yeah. O. Yeah. It fit the bill. Yeah. And I mean, but that was cinema for a very long time. Continues to be in a lot of cases. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's really interesting, jazzing it to this. Mm. You actually have black people in it, but the lead speaking role is given to, is given to someone who is in blackface. Yeah. Regardless of his heritage. Yeah. Of what he claims his heritage. Yeah, he, he has been made up to look like this chief figure mm. that we... We uh, would assume is black. Yeah. It's 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 just so... I, I, you know, we, we sit... We, we, I, you know, I'm, I'm white. Uh, I'm, I'm British white. I'm like the worst version. You're the You're worst. like see-through. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No, and, I'm, I'm see-through. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. like, like it, I, I do feel at times where it's kind of like, I don't actually know how much I can or should comment on these things hmm. other than my reaction to it as a film viewer. And my reaction to it as a film viewer is, that's messed up. You can comment on these things. I can comment, but I feel like I can only comment so far, in a sense. No, as long as you're not commenting in support of it. Yeah. I think you're okay. Oh, no, no. I think it's messed up. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, oh. going, <laughs> Look what those silly boys did. Yeah. I love it. Yes. But I, I feel as that I don't know. I feel like you have more rope to play with in this, with, with um, your background. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the whole concept of decolonizing media and all that mm. kind of thing. Mm. And in film studies... It, race is a very clear thing Mm -mm. but it's also because american cinema dominates so much of the cinema zeitgeist Mm. and that's been very poor portrayal historically historically yeah yeah. if you go to like eastern cinema not as much Mm. and interestingly in chinese cinema like the white othering that's there Mm. so but that's yeah again People are inherently xenophobic and yeah. and and tribalistic, and yeah. you know it's it's a next level of intellect that allows you mm. to move past the knee yeah. jerk. And I think again, the narrative language of films was pretty new. Yeah. The fact that they weren't all white faced, a uh, black faced. It's like tick for actually having some people because there were plenty of films there? around then that was just, yeah, just yeah. white people with boot polish. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if you're looking specifically at like blackface in America, because that mm. links back most strongly to minstrelsy, yeah. which is where musical theatre came from. Yeah. <laughs> Inherently, yeah. a racist art form that, yeah, continues to perpetuate a lot of those issues now, <laughs> with less blackface, mostly. Only less. Mostly. Not entirely gone. Yeah, is it? that that less no, is disappointing. It's yeah. really, it's really not. Um, but the whole thing about that is that they also had performers who were um, people of colour, mm. like African-American performers, who would black themselves up more yeah. as mm. well, yeah. Yeah. which is just wild because yeah. they were like, no, 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 like the audiences want you to be like as black as possible yeah, and mm. then perpetuate these stereotypes. But then there's like, a lot of that in, oh my in God. modern, like First Nations culture of like, mm. how black are you? And oh, like, I'm, yeah. I'm white passing yeah, yeah, amongst people who don't know. I was, I was, like, I was talking about oh, the, yeah. the coffee... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theory yeah. today with, with But it was with part somebody. of, the, like, in Australia, it was part of the eugenics program. Yeah, no, like, I know. A, a government-sanctioned eugenics yeah, program. So, so the bad. blackness is interesting because yeah. it does make a difference. Yeah. Mm. But in this case, Mm-mm. the fact that if you look at... I mean, we're watching pretty low quality, but I've, yeah. I've mm. seen the, the Criterion upscale, which is pretty... It's still, you know, it's yeah. 1933 film. It's not mm. super low. Mm. But mm. you can see that most of the people there are black. Yeah. yeah, authentically black, and then the leads are not. Mm. That is pretty unusual. Yeah, yeah. Because after that, I can. I mean, I can't think of any. Of course, when I need to, I can't think of specific examples. Yeah. But there are plenty of examples when you need four or five black people, and they were just dudes in 
blackface. Yeah. White people in blackface. So yeah. that was interesting. Mm. And the fact that it, they're still very ooga booga tribalistic, represent, yeah. you know, boogeyman. Well, and, and that's the other thing is, you know, moving away from the blackface yeah. is the fact that this... Let's. this thank you. This, this culture <laughs> that has been depicted God. of just these, these natives who... Like comments like, you know, well, they had the technology to build this impressive wall, but they lost it. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Or like, well, show them a bit of gunpowder. That'll surprise them. We like shot over their heads and they got real scared. Yeah. It's just where I'm watching. Gunpowder's pretty new for them, huh? Yeah. I'm just, just watching that and just being like, yeah, okay. No, this is, this is good. This isn't done very much anymore because it just feels very <laughs> icky. It just feels <laughs> very, very icky. Well, from memory, it's been quite a while since I've seen the Peter Jackson one, but they're actually quite scary and ferocious, and they're more mm. Aztec-y. Yeah, mm. they're more like yeah, that South American. I mean, you know, pick one and like stick to that at the yeah. very least, rather than yeah. mishmashing things together. Because like I was looking at some of the, like the designs and some of the, mm. and I was like, I feel like some of this is like more like you were mentioning like. Um, like the Tiwi Islands and I was like mm. this is reminding me of some stuff from like New Guinea like my mum grew up in New yeah. Guinea for a time and some of the stuff I was like yeah this is like very and then there were other I was like so th- these carvings they're very like Aztec like, we I would just- not be surprised if that oh. set was from something else it was the set was recycled the, the jungle set was recycled um through several films. Um, what well, makes sense. Yeah. Which is one of those on things that somebody it, spent a lot of money on it and then yeah. went. Some of the huts survived as far as Gone with the Wind, where they wow. were repurposed as um, Civil War era buildings that were burnt down. So, like, wow. that, yeah, they, so were, they were like, out on the set. Yeah. Hanging we're going to the take these and just burn them down. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. Um, cool. the, there was a previous jungle feature, the name escapes me right now, um, that. South American jungle? Perhaps uh, it had it had Faye Ray in it. It was the it must have been the film that she did before mm. uh, Kong. Um, was it her set? No, it's not her set. <laughs> She's like, if the set doesn't come, then you don't get me. Yeah, that that, that that's why they cast. <laughs> I her. don't know. Like Bjork yeah. and her tent. I don't know. I'm just. Um, <laughs> yeah. So let me just pull up the list because I can edit this bit out. So we sound very clever. Oh yes, we're very clever. Um, the most. Okay. Wow, you found that really fast. Thank you. She was in The Most Dangerous Game, uh, which was a 1932 film, um, which was directed by one of the directors of this film, Ernest B. Shodasak. What a name. Yeah. Um, so he directed it. Fay Ray starred in it. And they actually shot the first bits of Kong on the set of The Most Dangerous Game because they knew this was coming up. They were like, oh, it's already here. Yeah. So, so they yeah. actually it's went... lit. Let's do it for Yeah. It. They were like, all right, we're done with Most Dangerous Game. Great. Get the Kong people and we're going to do a bit of that. So there was some recycling there. Um, yeah, so anyway, Anne is captured by Kong. She's offered up as the golden-haired sacrifice. Yeah, golden-haired. Uh, was it golden-haired? Yeah, just golden-haired something. Yeah. It? Woman or yeah. something. Yeah, and like. she's offered up as the sacrifice, and King Kong turns up. And he is very, very big and very, very strong. The song nailed it. Um, and then what happens <laughs> is like a 20 to 30-minute CGI stop-motion Harryhausen-infused nightmare of yeah. just... Giant just creatures death. killing these explorer dudes and herbivore dinosaurs just chowing herbivore down. Herbivore dinosaurs, sorry. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Um, but <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, do you know Derotenpunkta? You said a whole bunch of things just now, and I have no idea what that was. <laughs> it's okay. It's a deep cut for uh, late two thousands uh, comedy German rock. Anyway. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 
um, yeah, so you see these creatures going around and they're ripping people apart and then they get dropped into a pit and then there's like crabs and giant spiders and like a weird Cthulhu looking monster mm. and cryptids. And then Kong shakes a bunch of people off a log and then Well, that's like, how they get down there. Yeah, that's how they get down there. And then with a, with a very impressive mesh of rear projection. It's and, so good. Like yeah. it, like that particular sequence, I was like, oh my goodness, this looks amazing. And then the fight with the T-Rex, which you hear about mm-hmm. is like, this is a thing to watch. And then this is my first time watching it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So well choreographed. It's, it's a really well choreographed fight. By fighters. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell because yeah. it still looks really friggin' good. Yeah. It's, it's I just... love that they have the rules of engagement. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like I was saying, like, yeah, it's set up that Kong is a wrestler. Yeah. And which the T-Rex sense. is a boxer, but a boxer with his mouth. Mm. Like it's going for the claws. Yeah. It's going for the teeth. And so Kong yeah. is constantly through that fight moving away or tucking below the neck. And that's what you do, yeah. like to, to close the distance and goes for like the front guillotine. Mm. And oh. It goes for like a, oh, a proper yeah. single leg flip. And I, like, I didn't realize how important your my the, the, the recently discovered uh, Brett Cullen wrestling knowledge from, oh, yeah. from 300. I didn't realize how pertinent that was going to be in this film. Yeah, right. It's it's incredible. And so uh, Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. Uh, Shodasak, who were the two directors, co-directors, um, had both been wrestlers yeah. in their in their younger days, um, and acted out. So the... I didn't know that. I could just tell by what. Yeah. Like Kong was moving. Yeah. Like a wrestler. Yeah, they yeah. acted out the fight moves before, for basically for the effects studio for mm. the animators, so went, they would now know. do this. Yeah. Do that. And it's it shows so much because the other fights, it's it, there's still impressive stuff happening. You know, there's still people getting still chomped and stomped on. Like but it's, it's more people. like they're bashing together and things yeah. are happening. This is like it's a like co- it's like it's like two it's like a kid with like two dinosaur things like ah ah yeah. It's, yeah this like is like fencing. This is a measured yeah. combat. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kong, Kong messes him up. He Kong rips gets, his Kong head gets up. the rear naked choke. Yeah, which. Is, if you watch, he's been working for the whole time. He's like, he goes for a choke three times, mm. gets on the back, cuts the air off, drops down, and then just wishbones this T-Rex's jaw. Just whips his head Doesn't apart. kill it. Just kapow. Yeah. Just plops it apart. The and then just does a little bit of a... Playing with the mouth. Yeah. 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 Just like, yeah. Just a little, oh, is it, oh how's your jaw? Is yeah. your jaw working? And the sound of it. <laughs> the crunch when he cracks the top of his so mouth. good. Messed up. This, this... This is. I can see why they brought in a Hayes code. Like honestly, oh, watching yeah. this, this would have been I'm, like an R-rated film. I can. I can see why they're very yeah. conservative. A lot of violent deaths, yeah. I and mean, some of them it's were cut. Yeah. A lot of the in-mouth shots were shortened. Yeah, because it was like. So it's just like and goodbye. Yeah, That's yeah. It, it the, was when the, the Diplodocus came up and ate the guy from the tree. Yeah, that all was the, originally. The, There's more in that. Vocals, and, yeah. yeah. It was just incredible. Uh, and then, of course... Um, the Triceratops just like... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. god damn. And then, and then of course, um, eventually, Jack manages to sort of get um, Anne away because Kong, Kong's fighting a pterodactyl at that point. As you do. And they do then, knock her tree over. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. She and gets trapped. Kong, Kong chases them back to where uh, Carl and some of the crewmen who didn't get murdered are all the, the few yeah are all yeah. just like what do we do and they use the gas bomb a one well placed gas bomb one yeah one knocked kong out mm. and it was over over a period of about 20 30 seconds which mm. was pretty good to see and like animating mm. that would have been was like the choice of like how do you show this gas having this effect on kong like rubbing and his him, eyes yeah and like and dropping a bit puts his hand and... on his throat and kind of like yeah. yeah it's incredible he also goes through and he like wrecks the village a bit as he goes through oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we have all the shots stomps, of screaming babies and stomps like, one guy into the mud and then looks in the and house then grabs stomps his wife, another guy pulls her out stomps, stomps her them too. in as well yeah 
with a giant practical foot actually pushing someone down into the mud. So, looks so good. Yeah. But it's, it's also, the ventral god coming to wreak havoc yeah, on these people. That are, it's, it's horrifying, but it's so good at the same yeah. time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but the gas knocks him out. And then hard cut, New York. King Kong, King Kong. He's very, very big and very, very strong. That's that point uh, of the musical where that song comes not, in. No, lo- lo- the logistics of getting that giant monkey on that boat, which was shown to be not that big. Mm. Yeah. He says like, oh, we'll raft him, raft him behind. We're on a I'm big like, raft, we'll do the thing. It's like, oh, uh, no, and then go for that. two months. How are you going to keep feed him it? asleep? How are you going to feed him? Uh, he killed a lot of the natives. We'll just throw them in, is what oh I'm presuming he said. In the 76 yeah. version, they actually have a big, li- like an ocean liner. Yeah. And they, like a big transport ship. Yeah. yeah. And they throw him in, in the in hold. hold. And then um, <laughs> uh, Anne Darrow's handkerchief while she's smooching um, Driscoll yeah. floats through the air and floats down. And he starts having a tantrum and then she falls in. But then he lets her go because they're in love. Because they're in love. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, in the yeah, yeah we, in, in, in 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 the stage show, obviously, like in in this, they've got the gas bomb and it get it, you know, goes to Kong. Kong goes to sleep, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In the musical, <laughs> Denim has literally a spacesuit, like a like a like a mm. full on like NASA spacesuit in the in the twenties or thirties or whenever oh, they said it in the yeah. thing, and it's like a full on spacesuit with the big bubble helmet. Full Sputnik 50s, like, you know, it's just insane. Mm. Everybody else has period-appropriate gas masks that would, would be out of place from, like, you know, World leftovers from World War One, mm. And they kill all the rest of the natives by gassing them to death as well. It's the 76 version does a similar thing. It's so, they, they, so messed up. Yeah, they dig a massive pit where the village was. Yeah. And then they fill it with gas. They, like, they camouflage it. Yeah. And then Kong comes along. But they, yeah, they kill a lot of the villagers to make no, the space for it. They kill all of the villagers oh, in the musical. Oh, good, just a light bit of genocide. And the ones, yeah. and the ones that they don't, that don't die from the gas attack, they literally string them up by the neck and hang them from the top of the stage. Whoa! The more of this we talk about, the more I go, Utu was right. Utu was. Utu it, was right. When we watched Utu, Utu yeah, <laughs> the the revenge thriller from a few weeks ago. Yeah, one hundred percent. You were correct, bad, y'all. You were correct to turn on the British in the first two minutes of that film. Well done. Um, yeah. Th- so Kong, Kong's in New York. Uh, mm. Flash photography happens. Go, goes a bit big ape. stage show. Yeah, yeah. G- goes a bit ape. He uh, thinks you're attacking the woman. Yeah. No, he's just freaking out because you're flashing. Big- he's probably epileptic. Because there's yeah. forty-five cameras going off in the space of two yeah. seconds. And so he he. And he's been kidnapped from his home. And he busts out and he goes on a rampage. You know, he's dropping ladies who aren't Fay Ray out of the building. (laughs) Checking. No. Splat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That lady would have been so pancaked. Yeah. Just a a pink mist. Just dead. Um, But he finds finds Anne. uh, On the next level. Yeah. He's like, oh. Second try. That's who I was looking for. Yeah. And they come into that room. Yeah. Which seems like a mistake in hindsight. Yeah. They were panicking. True. Yeah, uh, you know the the, the, the police are riding around on motorbikes. Doesn't do anything. Obviously. The fire engines show up. Yeah. Uh, he what climbed, are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. He starts climbing well, buildings. Don't go that high. <laughs> he climbs the Empire State Building, which, having been to Manhattan, yeah, they didn't really show the transition of him being in the Broadway district to him being in the Empire State mm. Building area because that's even for a giant ape, that's a bit of a walk. It's a fair way. Yeah. I mean, he stopped to mess up a train and oh, that's as well. true. Do that's they true. in the in the in the in the Peter Jackson one? Do they actually have him like in Broadway smashing it around and I doing stuff? I can't remember. Because I know they built New York in New Zealand. That's fun. They mm. built like the whole street 
Of Broadway. Of Broadway in but New Zealand. That's pretty cool. They must have messed it up then. Yeah. They must have yeah. gone through and just like... Destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Um, Worth it just for that. Because they didn't have Broadway in this. No. And then... Um, but oh, sorry, it's, York. It's the, the... New York is like an amorphous yeah. city. Yeah. So it's the it's the it's the bit where the shiny billboards are the Triangle Street. What's yeah. that? Um, where the where the, where the wall droppers? I'm not well travelled. Yeah. Times Square. Times Square. <laughs> Times Square. Oh, yeah. I do know Times yeah. Square. Sorry, it, sorry. It, yeah. that, I should remember. It's named after my favourite mathematical equation. Uh, but yes. Uh, oh, a square. <laughs> yeah, Times Time Square. square. Oh, Times Square. Yeah. Um, and if you get lucky in Times Square, it's a square root. Oh. But yeah, so he climbs the Empire State Building. He's in New York. He's got to go see it. And he climbs the building. Uh, he's got Fay Ray in his hand and they send some planes and they... Machine gun him. They machine gun him to death and it's so sad. It's awful. It is, honestly. Mm. It's dreadful. And like... it's. But again, it's dreadful because the animation of King yeah. Kong is so nuanced and so clever. He does the touching himself and he's like, I'm, I'm, you made me bleed my own blood. And then, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the cave troll when it's like... Mm, yeah. In, in fellowship, Lord of the Rings, yeah, yeah. Like, you you feel kind of bad for the cave yeah. troll. Like, and then, you and the thing is, is be a cave troll. He's just driven here by the goblins. He yeah. stops fighting back. Yeah, and he spends his last moments like just Trying making to... sure that Anne is okay, mm. and then eventually falls and butts his brain on the building on the way down. Yeah. And, and then the film just ends with bloody just horse plinkos his way. Yeah, away, just yeah. bloody Carl. Oh, no, you see, you see yeah. his corpse in the foreground, like blood pouring out of yeah. his mouth. And yeah. Carl's there, and he's like, "Move out the way. This is my fault, basically." And then goes. Uh, the aeroplanes did it. He's like, I think beauty killed the beast. Going, this isn't my fault. Goodbye. This is yeah. my snappy like one liner a... ending. I'm off. I'm off mm. Because he's pushing forward, and the cops are going, You can't go there. And he's like, Oh, but I'm. What's his name? Carl Denham. Carl yeah. Denham. I'm Carl Denham. And some lady goes, Oh, he's the one that captured the monster. And they're like, Okay, he can go to He's him. like, Oh, well, you go through then. Yeah, this is your mess. You're, yeah. you're cleaning this up. Twas beauty that killed the beast. Well, actually, not I... me. I'm not liable in any way. <laughs> So my question is then, how do they get rid of the giant monkey corpse then? Because uh, it's, uh, it's New York. They've dealt with worse. sausages, <laughs> gorilla sausages. I mean, honestly, yeah. But like, I'm thinking of like that time when there was a whale carcass that washed up on a beach. They're like, we're just going to stuff it with TNT. But they totally miscalculated it. And, and it, it was just over the whole whale guts town. over the whole town. I'm guessing. Shut That's that, shut that tourist town down for like a year. I'm guessing the cops just turned around for 10 minutes. Turned back and it was gone. Yeah. I think, and there's some very happy rats. Yeah, they put a bike lock on it. Just, <laughs> just, to, the, just the sewer alligators, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the Simpsons joke. They put a bike lock on it and turn around, and then five Somebody's minutes later, to steal well, it. it's interesting because in Pacific, is it Pacific Rim? Mm. Yeah, Pacific Rim. Yeah. yeah, there's the after credit scene where they've killed one of the kaiju's in the city, yeah. and there's just corpse bits everywhere, mm. and one of the lines is like, "How the hell do we clean this up?" And it's like one of those things of those yeah. giant. Monster films of like, there's a lot of yeah. problems going on with having a giant monster stomping around. Yeah, wasn't it the first Tom Holland Spider-Man film that had a bit of that, where there was the cleanup crew for like when whenever the yes. Avengers had a bit. And that, well, that came from the that came from the comics, right? Okay. So there was yeah. a comic series of the people came that was it was Stark up. run, right? Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, it's such a good a good idea to explore yeah. that. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think the, there was actually superheroes messing up yeah. my town again. Yeah. There was actually a TV show of it, but it wasn't like in the MCU, right? Yeah. yeah. Damage control. Leave us alone, Mm. Mel Brooks. Mm. But yeah, basically, uh, don't take animals from their natural habitat and throw them elsewhere where they shouldn't be. Yeah, and then when it all goes bad, don't just go, oh, it wasn't me, it was beauty. But like you said, wasn't he getting 
um, pulled away in this. Sorry, if you're hearing jingling, jingling in this, it's that's actually cat. my nipple tassels. Yes. Um, and I like to wear those to get in the mood yes. for podcasts. No, a, a small podcast announcement. We have a, a new member of the production team. My nipple tassels. Yes, Brett, Brett's nipple tassels. Uh, but also uh, Mina the cat, yes. uh, who was recently adopted by myself and Dr. Ellen Sears. And this is her first podcast. So, mm. she's, so she's just uh, jingling away in the background. Yeah. And, and I can tell you all you listeners at home that the cat is completely in control of this household. Oh, yeah, she she's really been in here a day and it's yeah. already... It is already hers. It's her house. Yeah, yeah. Which, as, as things should be. <laughs> we, we're putting an animal in a habitat where it will thrive. Yeah. We have yeah. not... We have Caring not, for yeah. it. Yeah. We we have you're learned. very unlikely to put it on top of a skyscraper. Yeah. I promise you I will not send biplanes to shoot it. <laughs> that is a... One. That's recorded. That's yeah. instant divorce. Like, right. honestly. Yeah. I it's know. admissible in court now. It is. So... Well... Cross that off your plans. Yeah, look, it wasn't, wasn't on my plans. I well, was denying it. Why do you have to deny it if you weren't already planning it? Oh, he's got me. I'm the Carl Denham of the podcasting world. <laughs> what? You'd be a great Carl Denham. Thank you. An and how dare you? Thank you. And how dare you? You would do it. You would. Wacky, you know. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I do. I do. I do have a slight Jack Blacker. Yeah. Just none of the singing talent, unfortunately. Jack, Jack White. But then that doesn't work. That's on. a diff- That's the White Stripes, isn't it? And then they did a band together that yeah. was Jack Gray. Oh. That's very true. Maybe I should just do any combination of colours and be called Jack All. Maybe that's what it should be. It's pretty good. Uh, would you guys like some trivia about King Kong? Sure. Lay it on me. Okay. All of this trivia comes from IMDb. So if it's not true, don't blame me. Uh, the trees and plants in the background on the stop motion animation sets were a combination of metal models and real plants. One day during filming, a flower on the miniature set bloomed without anyone noticing. The error in continuity was not noticed until the film was developed and shown. While Kong moved, a time-lapse effect showed the flower coming into full bloom and an entire day of animation was lost. So they had to reshoot that whole day because a flower bloomed. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very impressive. And it was a lot of it was copper wires and stuff that mm. in black and white you would never know. Yeah. There's copper wires and there's a lot of cotton. You can't see it. And yeah, it was masterfully done. Like it's the same techniques you use today to do like mini painting scenery and yeah. things like Mm-mm-mm. that. Like cut up steel wool and very yeah. clever very uh, clever king kong's roar was the combination of a lion's roar and a tiger's roar uh combined slowed down and then run backwards so like the tardis which was just like people messing around with guitar strings and whacking them yeah the piano strings and using the key mm. uh scraping it i did notice that the stegosaurus had a very jaguar sounding roar yeah all of the dinosaurs wow. sounded pretty similar yeah, it was just very, very stark with, um, with, with the old steg. Mm, that's like Chewbacca being a bear that slowed down and re- remodulated, mm. I think. Uh, the one flaw that remains in the animation is the way that Kong's fur seems to be moving constantly, mm. uh, showing where the animators had to grab the figure to move Rippling it. Rippling in the wind. Although the animators would brush the fur constantly to try and hide their work, it still shows up in the finished film. But many filmmakers who have used the same technique admire this flaw because it shows that the work was done by skilled artists using their hands. And yeah, mm. not a computer program. And the feedback was that people thought... <clears throat> People thought it was on purpose because it's very obvious when he's climbing. Yeah. It's very obvious then. And they're like, yeah, it's windy. So people thought mm. like, oh, wow, they put so much detail in that they'd rippled the fur like the wind was rushing through. Yeah. Like, and that's like, pretty good. <laughs> like, I'm sure the animals are like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's windy. It's really windy. Yeah, 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 yeah it's windy yeah, in the yeah. building. Cool, 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 So cool, we, cool. We, 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 we got the fur and we, we, the, it was the wind on the fur. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah we did that on purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has been said that this was the first Hollywood film to use a fully symphonic musical score. Mm-hmm. As memorable and effective as the musical score was, some have claimed that 
uh, made that claim about RKO's Birds of Paradise from 1932. Mm. Regardless, Max Steiner, composer for both films and later films such as Gone with the Wind and Casablanca, that's where uh, they use the hut, mm. uh, was a visionary, forward-thinking man. One of the legends surrounding this film is that the director Marion Cooper paid Steiner from his own pocket after the RKO bosses expressed concerns over mounting production costs. Mm. So he paid him his fifty thousand dollars fee. He got his money's worth. From his own pocket. Damn. And then eventually the studio reimbursed Cooper going, yeah, you were right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Music doth make it. That's real fuck film. you money. Mm. To be like, you know what? I want this person doing the music. Yeah. Well, that's very expensive. Okay. Great. I'll pay for it. Yeah. Sure. And then they more than recouped it. So it's like, yeah. who's the sucker now? Yeah. Uh, executive producer David O. Selznick, legendary Hollywood producer from this mm-hmm. time. Okay. Uh, left RKO midway through the production of this film. Mm. Selznick's last act of business at RKO and probably his biggest contribution to this film was to write a memo changing the name of the production from Kong to King Kong. Mm. Yeah, he crowned him. Iconic. Mm. Yeah. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> but then the king, <laughs> and then of, leaves. the king of the Jungle is a lion. So where did that Leo idea come from? No, not, not if it's a 18-foot ape. <laughs> it's, True. Yeah. What if it's a 19-foot lion? Also, lions don't live in the jungle. Yeah, they do. They, they hold there's it. Jungle, there's Could, jungle in Africa. There is. Predominantly. Um, actually, um, there is quite a lot of jungle uh, adjacent to the savannas of Africa, and <laughs> the lions are known to move through the territory. For the scenes of Anne in Kong's hand, the hand was attached to a crane and raised 10 feet. That's cool. First, a technician put her in the hand and then closed the fingers around her, a la Mary and Pippin in the treebeard scenes. Mm. No backwards bicycle seats, yes. I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> then the hand was lifted for filming. Uh, Faye Ray would later say that her terror in those scenes was real because the more she struggled, the looser the hand's grip grew. Uh, when she thought she was about to fall, she had to signal the director to stop filming. So some of that terror with the leg kicking is her going, oh, shit, 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 I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall. True I'm method gonna, actor. I'm yeah. Dying. I'm actually afraid for my safety. After completing her scenes, Faye Ray spent a day in the sound studio recording her series of screams, which uh, she dubbed her Aria of the Agonies. That's a great name. Yeah. That's the kind of music they play in the hell waiting room. Yeah. Just the Wilhelm scream, just in a variety of like auto-tuned pitches. Yeah. Damon comes past going, ooh, yeah. Nice. That's my jam. Uh, The film was successfully reissued worldwide several times. Some claim that this was the first ever reissued film. The 1938 reissue, several scenes of which of the violence and sex were cut um, to comply with the production code. Though many of the censored scenes were restored by Janus Films in 1971, including the censored sequence in which Kong peels off Fay Ray's clothes, one deleted scene has reportedly never been found. Shown publicly only once during a preview screening in San Bernardino in January 1933. It was a graphic scene following the bridge shaking uh, sequence um, where they were eaten alive by giant spiders. Now, the spiders are still in the film, but mm. apparently there was more of the spiders eating them. Yeah. Um, I think there was stop motion intestines and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. At yeah. The, at the preview screening, audience members screamed and either left the theatre or talked about the grisly sequence throughout the subsequent scenes disrupting the film. Uh, Mary and Cooper said, it stopped the picture cold, so the next day, back at the studio, I took it out myself. Yeah. So basically, like, Pingu, the thing... Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Pingu production of the thing that's on the internet. Yes, yeah. that's basically basically what it was. that. But to be fair, we did a lot of chatting during this film, and I don't think we lost anything from the process. No, really that's didn't. true. We but... were we were chatting away. We could follow what was going on. Yeah, it was it 
was fine. Yeah. I mean, a... we have the basic beats of what the story is. Yeah. For some reason, we tuned out after all the really racist colonizer stuff. Yeah. I don't know why that happened. It did. It does take about 45 minutes to get to Kong proper. True. But then after that, it's continuous. It's just so. like, bam, 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 done. You're yeah. Like, ah. Uh, this film, along with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and the Laurel and Hardy movies, are believed to have been amongst the favourites of German dictator Adolf Hitler. Uh, <laughs> we even talked about him during this. We mm. did. Yeah, it's hard when you watch stuff from the 30s I mean, to we, not bring We always talk Adolf. about Hitler when we watch movies, am I right? Yeah. We, talk about yeah. things the 30s. we just keep it off the podcast. St- yeah. Stephen and I had a conversation like literally only a week ago where he was like, oh, the 30s weren't that bad. And I said, go and find one historical event that mm. happened in the 30s that wasn't complete hot mess of garbage and I couldn't yeah. and he couldn't. King Kong He's... King Kong came out yeah special Ooh. effects masterpiece I, mean, I should say for context full racism and for context we'd been talking about the 40s and I went yes. oh the 30s must have been okay though and then it was like and I went no nope the 30s were no. garbage and then Stephen and, went and then I yeah looked, it, looked up it up and thought about it more and I went the Hindenburg crash the Great Depression the the, the subsequent stock market fall the, the beginning of, of World Party. War II the, the rise, rise of the Nazi, Nazi Party, Party. Yeah. yeah economic downfall in Germany yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was 30s were a bad time yeah. yeah it was pretty bad so you were wrong you were, you were very I was wrong, wrong. he and was you know so wrong I'm, I'm, and I'm wearing it that's fine yeah. we're allowed but to again Hitler was a big fan of cinematic language that's yeah. what we're talking about the fact that I mean that, yeah well they used that to his advantage yeah yeah. For the world he was, was very good at that. It's a very technically well-made film. So in the twi- by a Nazi. Yes. In mm. the 2013 book, The Collaboration, the Hollywood's Pact with Hitler, the Harvard scholar Ben Irwin documents how George Geisling, the Nazi Party's special consultant assigned to monitor Hollywood films, thought this scary monster ape movie might possibly be, quote, an attack on the nerves of the German people, end quote. But there are other examples, M from 1931 being a notable one, where Nazi leaders privately liked and consumed works of art they condemned and censored in public. You know those Nazis? The thing I hate about the most, hypocrites. <laughs> Every one of them. I thought it was the genocide. I don't, I, don't feel, I don't feel like it's changed very much, has it? We've still got... Yeah. Pe- oh, it's do as I say, not as I do. Politicians yeah. trying to, like, censor stuff and then being like, well, you know, it doesn't count when I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like when there's pastors in America in the um, 1980s are, like, mm. railing against homosexuality and then are found railing a homosexual basically because oh that yeah. was beautiful thank you that was well set up well delivered yeah that was beautiful and then I'm they have and then they have to come out and do the big public apology and go yeah, oh they, i have sinned and all then that they just stuff. move to another parish yeah yeah basically mm. it, it does seem to be a thing uh with with people in it's almost as if humans are just big old mm. hypocrites dumb oh, electricity and wet meat yes a lot of a lot of a lot, lot of people are just assholes should have so, stopped mm. at the gorillas mm. Sensing a huge hit from industry buzz, MGM offered to buy the film outright from RKO for just north of $1 million. Uh, approximately steal. approximately $400,000 over its negative cost. Uh, figuring the little studio was reeling from losing $10 million plus dollars in 1932. Mm. RKO was smart to decline the offer, though, because the film smashed attendance records nationwide and ended up grossing $1.7 million during its initial release. I bet they were like, hell yeah. Yeah, mm. R- RKO would periodically and profitably re-release the movie throughout the 1950s. It's like the Avatar of the times. Yeah. Mm. Or Titanic. Or any James Cameron film, really. Mm. I'm, I won't be surprised if he releases, re-releases Terminator 2. Would, would you watch James Cameron's King Kong? I haven't even seen Avatar 2 yet. I just okay. do not care. No, yeah, no. that's fair. Stephen like, fell asleep in the first one. I did. It's, it's, a, it's nothing. It's Pocahontas with blue people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the final bit of trivia. 
The original print was lost due to the poor practice of keeping older films in storage where many of them decomposed. Also, one of the other copies was kept at the BBC and they taped it over for the 1948 show, as was their practice. I made that bit up. (laughs) Fortunately, more acceptable pieces of film were kept in Britain, Belgium and France, so they were all combined to create a master pristine copy. It took them two years to piece it together. So we have the copies that we do now, not because the original negative survived, but because of these copies from pristine versions that were in Europe. Yeah, I mean, film preservation as a technology is really interesting. Mm. And it's like that, like a lot of films were stored in salt mines. Mm. Very, very low humidity. Same reason they store plane carcasses in the desert. Mm. You know, that doesn't rust. But yeah, they, there's, these stories come up time and time again where people were like, it's just a movie. It doesn't mm. matter. We well, don't care if we lose it. Well, that's 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 how we lost so many Doctor Who episodes. Yeah, yeah. And things like well, they, that. I mean, well. yeah, they get taped over. They did. The BBC were like, we don't need this. We've got all well, this film sitting well, here. It, Why aren't we just using that? Well, it was the the cost of film. It was the cost yeah. of the, the actual thing they had to make all their shows on. Yeah, and it was expensive. They yeah they they did not get enough funding to justify buying new films yeah. all the time. So yeah. they they did that. And unfortunately, how do you choose what stays and what goes? How do you choose what's going to become? Yeah. Something that still. How the could they have known that like, this, this show icon. with William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton bumbling around in a phone box? On paper, they're looking at it, going, "You know what? This is a safe bet." To, film to film is also a very unstable medium. Yeah, like you, if it's very. too hot, it's done. If it's too cold, done. Mm. Yeah. Too bright, it's done. Yeah, mm. like it's. I used to do black bagging on the ver- on the few mm. films I've worked on, like actual film. Mm. A black bagging is where you have to load the canister mm. and yeah. you do it in a black light proof bag, and you yeah. just do it by feel. Yeah. It's the same when you're developing negatives and taking the film roll out. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. that is a that's a bastard of a process. Yeah. If you slip, that's a day's work done because mm-hmm. you got to put it in the camera and then you got to black bag to get it out. Yeah, really interesting. And it, you know what's funny is that um, obviously like disposable cameras mm. are back in again now, but film cameras are starting to come back in. Like there's People a generation who are coming ones. through yeah. and they're like, yeah, like Polaroids had their thing about like five or ten years ago. I, Arguably, it's still. I didn't know. Dis- like disposable cameras were back in. Yeah, disposable yeah, yeah. cameras are yeah. really are getting okay. really Polaroid big. Polaroid cameras, they've Polaroid got a bunch of new huge. versions of them. Huh? Yeah. Because and people you can are get, like... And you can get film now for a lot of the old ones. Yeah. Because mm. they discontinued a lot of them and people said, no, we want these. And they were like, oh, well, there's Kodak. enough demand. You know, but Kodak now... Kodak have but, set up additional yeah. processing things because it's... But like, now mm. people are going back to like like actual like like still cameras, okay. but with film, yeah. not, Check not out just disposable. Slash R slash analog. Okay. Yeah, there's right. this huge resurgence of stuff coming through because people are like, this tech is great. Why aren't we using this? Digital sucks. Let's do this. It's permanent. We well, want that's the, the thing. You've got 12 to 24 to 30 shots on this roll. Yeah. You better it's make the, sure they all count. It's the ephemerality of it all. Yeah. Mm. Digital, you'll take 45 million photos. They're transitory. Mm. They disappear. Mm. But a piece, like I've still got hundreds of my photos that I've taken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Whereas I've also got terabytes worth of Digital, digital photos, ones, which yeah. I don't think I've ever looked at. Yeah. But yeah. they're there. Very rarely. Like, I have them. I'm holding them. I'm yeah. holding them. Mm. I have them, but they're yeah. not. Yeah. Well, with all that being said, it is now time to score the film. Oh, Jesus. And Alan, you get to go first because it was your first time watching King Kong 1933. Uh, what would you give it out of 10? Um, oh, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it... Five... Motion cap, stop motion, dress rips out of ten. Mm. I think, and that's and that's literally just for like all of the special effects and how cool they are, mm. essentially. Because yeah. the script is pretty pants, 
misogyny is not great. The racism is worse. I mean, the racism is so bad. We stopped talking about the misogyny pretty early on. Yeah. And there's yeah, a lot of misogyny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we yeah. were stunned into another topic. Yeah. Yeah. But like, just the, the, the amount of, just the special effects and the way they put all the stuff together is just so good. And also mm. like at heart, I am a Jurassic Park girly. So to watch mm. a bunch of, dickhead explorers get eaten by dinosaurs that just pleased my that just pleased my heart so okay. five out of ten for death of a bunch of misogynists by dinosaur mm. and all the really cool special effects and stuff well we don't know if most of those people that got eaten were misogynists but they were i'm gonna presume they were they were white men on a boat in the 30s they were white men so, on a boat yeah. in the 30s so i'm gonna say yes they probably were. Yeah. Yeah. highly likely yeah. Yeah. Given, given, given i'm what willing we've to seen, yeah i'm willing to I'm, I'm willing to stake that five star review okay on that. yeah uh, what about yourself, Brett? Um, I think as a film, as you said, it's very problematic. Oh, yeah. But as a pioneer for cinema techniques, mm. it's still remarkable 90 years later. It is, really. That we can look at it and go, whoa. Mm. Um, so I'm going to give it, uh, let's say, eight and a half upside down ladies being dropped by a gorilla out of a window. That poor woman. She just was in the... She was asleep. She was. She was can fast you asleep. Can you imagine going from asleep to being held by a giant... Gorilla, and then and then just plummeting dropped. to your death. Yeah. What a terrible way to wake up! And, what a terrible and way to, to die. To, yeah, to take the big sleep as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to sleep. Yeah, poignant. Wouldn't you think you'd be like dreaming? You'd be like, "This is a nightmare. This is a nightmare," and then you were dead. I don't know if you'd have time to process. She yeah. woke up and went from asleep to screaming to screaming to dropping, to and death. then a cut because she would have mm. crisplatted. And yet, I still think the T Rex had it worse. She didn't have a jaw ripped yeah. open. She's not lying there gushing blood. Yeah, but he so. wouldn't need to, like, he could just flick her in the face and her entire skull would have impacted it on itself. That's true. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a bastard, King Kong. How- <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say that, yeah, look, there's a lot wrong with this film. And there are some really impressive technical things. It's it's important in terms of the, the history of filmmaking and what it, what it achieved at that time. Sensational. Uh but the script is rubbish. Mm. It's the, the script is just rubbish. Um, like even even removing the misogyny, the racism, all of those the things. Actual kidnapping, yeah. and coercion of a woman. Yeah. Mm. Even removing those bits, it's still just a bad script. It's it's just not that entertaining. But then again, the script doesn't get in the way of what we really want to see, which, which is, is people getting eaten by dinosaurs. And yeah, King yeah, Kong. like big plasticine stop motion monsters T-Rex. eating yeah. up people. New York getting ripped up, like all those things. So it's fun, uh, but it's also oh, it's it's a tough watch in a large large section. I mean, the overture at the beginning was a lot more fun than like the thirty minutes of film that followed. Gave you a it. good amount of time to get a cup of tea. It did, yeah. I did appreciate that. You um, could just skip to the T Rex fight, and you'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't, you don't need to watch this whole movie. And so for that, I don't think I can really give it like a, I don't think I can score it even as high as a five. Mm. But I did like aspects of this film. So I'm going to give it a four and a half prevented apple thefts out of ten. <laughs> a uh, buck? You stealer? Yeah. Yes. You stealer? You stealer? Yeah. So That's just uh, a really bad Shakespearean insult. Like, yeah. You egg? You acorn? You stealer? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a Scottish uh, insult. You potato. You potato. But I, I, I would say that certainly, yeah, from from the from from when Kong gets uh, Anne and takes her into the jungle, mm. from there on, great. It's it's worth watching. Yeah. Particularly because we've gotten past a lot of the misogyny and racism yeah. by that point as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's also where the film really picks up and shows off its technical prowess. And also, I feel like we have enough, like, 
knowledge of Kong through other pop culture things mm. that have taken the mick out of it. Mm. So you don't need that whole setup. It's like, okay, what's the deal with this film? S- Simpsons, this is it. Simpsons did it. But you yeah. did but so, you did in nineteen thirty three. You yeah. needed that setup. Oh, in in thirty three yeah. you absolutely yeah. did. Now don't think you need it. Yeah. No. But funnily enough, it still takes uh, almost an hour for them to get to Skull Island in the mm. Peter Jackson one. Mm. And oh, you got to have that build. Oh, everyone's there for the giant ape. Everyone's there for Kong. No one really cares. It's like Jurassic Park. Like mm-hmm. Everyone's the there time, to watch people get eaten That wasn't dinosaurs. that long to dinosaurs. And you no. see yeah. dinosaurs in the first 20 minutes, I think it is. It's 20 mm-hmm. minutes when they first yeah. come to the island and are seeing yeah. the Brachiosauruses yeah. and stuff, right? And then you're like, oh, good. Yeah. But there's a lot of creature features that hold back too long. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, the modern one, not so much. Yeah. Kong Skull Island was a huge amount of fun. Way more fun than I thought. Mm. They don't leave the island. It is Kong going ham and showing why he is king of the island. Right. So mm. if you want a good Kong film, Kong Skull Kong Island, Skull island mm. then go watch Godzilla. Then you can watch Kong versus Godzilla. Mm. Okay. That sounds pretty good. It's it's more entertaining than yeah. most of this movie. It's, that's but <laughs> none of those special effects in that film exist without what King Kong did. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's worth having a look. Just be aware if you're going to watch the whole thing, oof, the first 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, just not... watch the T-Rex fight. Yeah, yeah. Start the T-Rex fight, continue from there. Yeah, It's the best bit of the film. Yeah. Uh, but with all that being said, it is uh, the end of the program. So, uh, Brett and Ellen, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. When did the biplane show up to shoot me down? Uh, when when you're the leaving the house. When, when you, I go. When, yeah, when you climb on our roof. That's, okay. that's okay, how okay, that okay, happens. Okay, cool, 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 cool. We do, we do have, we have a big old antenna up there. Yeah, you yeah. can hang off that. Hang off the great. antenna. It'd look great. Call on the biplanes. Um, no, I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. I can see where you were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We do get yeah. a lot of helicopters around here scooping water out of the lake to go and put fires out. So Someone's stealing the water? Yeah, that's problematic. That's sophisticated. That's not showing up with like a bucket. Yeah. And for those of you listening at home, thank you for listening in. Uh, King Kong turned 90, but we have done films that are older. And yes, even older than Ellen's grandmother. Uh, we yep. have, yes, we have done, uh, ooh, uh, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Mm. Uh, we've done Nosferatu. I think, um, was I on? No, it Dr. was. Caligari? I wasn't on you it. Watched I watched it. it. You watched it. You were watching yeah. it. Yeah. I watched yeah. it with you. Uh, we, we've even done uh, La Voyage dans la Lune. That's mm. right, a trip to the moon all the way from 1902. Yeah, uh, we've also done, you know, more recent fare as well. Admittedly, most of the films we've done Last have been more year's recent. Oscars film. Yeah, we, we, we actually, the film before was this that? was was Coda. Coda. So we've, we, we oh. went from Coda to King Kong, uh, oh. which is quite a leap in time. Uh, but yes, what are we going to be doing next? Uh, you'll just have to subscribe to find out. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of these things. Um services you can jump on and uh, subscribe and you get a new episode each and every week Uh, what if i want to subscribe on a monthly basis Mm. oh uh that would you mind giving me a dollar a month to do that i could give you even more oh what i mean you can if you want but for the minimum price of a dollar a month you can join the official club over on our patreon um, yes, just search for the, uh, Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash CCUC podcast. And for as little as a dollar a month or as much as you'd like to contribute, uh, you can become an official member of the club. You get bonus goodies and features. I have a feeling some of our conversations from today's episode will end up in our special cutting room floor yeah. podcast. That's a, that's a, that's an Eleanor Brett special. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and finally, uh, there is our Facebook page. Uh, you can go on there and see our posts, our news, our updates, all of those things. Just search for us over at Facebook. But that is all for this week. So until next time, twas beauty that killed the beast. <laughs>